Hello, friends. So we are now on episode nine. Um, this has went by really fast, but I'm not recording every week. I'm recording several times a week. I may slow it down and, you know, do one recording per week going forward. It's just however I feel. But this episode is going to be a very special episode. Um, it is going to identify and talk about deities. So this episode will be called The Gods of the Deities. And I want to start out by giving you all the definition of <clears throat> gods and goddesses. So gods and goddesses are supernatural or immortal beings who are the objects objects of worship and prayers. A deity is a god or a goddess that is of divine status. So I have worked with um, some of them. A few of them, as, as I mentioned in the prior episode where we had the special guests, I have worked with them. Um, I enjoy working with them. You do have to do a lot of research before you work with uh, your chosen deity. Some, you know what? They have to choose you. You cannot choose your deity. You have to. Uh, they have to choose you and be willing to work with you. So that is um, something else that, you know, you have to be aware of. So a male deity is a god. In Hindu, that is a deva. A female deity is a goddess. In Hindu, that is a devi. Um, I will, I, I am not in any organized religion. I don't identify with any. I denounce Christianity. Um, but I think if I had to choose a religion, like if, if we had to, I would go with Hinduism. First of all, it's the oldest recorded religion, um, that is recognized. Also, uh, recorded in history there are only 8,000 to 12,000 gods who have been worshipped. Um, nine different types. Hinduism alone has 33 million gods and goddesses, which are Devi and Deva. So I don't know um, why it's saying that it's only 8,000 that have been recorded. Mm. When, you know, Hinduism alone has 33 million. That, that's a lot. We are not going to go through all of the gods and goddesses. I mean, obviously, right? We are going to touch on a few. I think I picked four for this episode. If you have questions or is it something that you want to add that I missed, um, you can always email me. And that's the water goddess topics at gmail.com. W-A-T-E-R-G-A-W-D-E-S-S. T-O-P-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. Um, all gods and goddesses are connected. I realized that when I did some research, for example, I said I worked with St. Expedite before. St. Expedite falls under Catholicism, Catholic. And he would be connected or he has the same job as Papa Legba, which is uh, um, and Voodoo and Voodoo. So,
So you'll find a lot of a lot of them have the same task or the same in you know job in a lot of religions or practices. Some religions uh, practice mon- monotheism, while others are polytheistic. So, um, your monotheistic religions are the Judaism, Islam, and Christianity, while your polytheistic um, religions are more broader. You have the Voodoo, which is Voodoo. It's Afro Afro Caribbean. It can all it can be found in Haiti, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, Brazil, and the U.S. It all started in West Africa. Uh, so West Africa is who started that religion. It was carried all over by the slaves that were captured. Um, Hinduism is polytheistic. That would be why they have the 33 um, million gods and goddesses. Um, Buddhism is polytheistic. Taoism and tribal religions. If If I miss some, I'm sorry, but there are a lot that are polytheistic. So I want to talk about today working with your deities. This is something you have to research that deity, um, but you also have to let that deity choose to work with you. It's not, you can't just go in there and um, start up working with a deity. It is certain things that you do have to recognize and um, research is what I would say. Research, research, research. Do not, it, it is, it is very you have to be very careful because remember you're dealing with supernatural beings. So, and you, you are calling them, you know, like, so you don't want to want to be careful with not offending the deity you're working with, but working with the deity would be your first thing would be to set your intention. You have to put your intention out in the universe. What are your hopes? What are you hoping to get accomplished by working with this deity? What is your goal? Um, go into a quiet place. I have a meditation room that I go into. I call it my quiet room. My daughter does come in there with me sometimes because she is learning. She's interested in learning spirituality. Um, you meditate to see which deity that comes forward. So once you set that intention out in the universe, when you're meditating, you are seeing who would want to come and work with you. Sometimes it will appear in your meditative state. Sometimes it'll come to you in a dream or sometimes you'll be out and see a sign um, that that's the deity that um, is willing to help you. Um, You have to see what they need in return. So once you identify which deity is trying to connect with you or which deity was responsive to your request, you need to see what they want in return. Sometimes they will tell you when you're in that meditative state. And sometimes you'll have to research it, but you need to see what they what they need in return. And that will be called an offering. Um, your offering, sometimes you give it to him before, sometimes you give it to him after. Like when I work with St. Expedite, I give him his offering after. You can't give it to him before because then for some reason he'll think that he completed the work or that you're satisfied with the work. Some of them require you to give it to, to them before. Some deities require you to form a relationship and expect you to be faithful in that relationship. Some of them are just, you don't have to have that relationship. They come, they do what they do, and then they go. Um, So 
Your connection is your own with that deity. So when I had mentioned before to research what they need. So for instance, if I am working with a deity and let's say I looked up that this deity needs A, B, C, and D, that might not be what they want for me. So in that meditative state, they'll tell me what they're requiring to help me with what I'm requesting, if that makes sense. So your relationship is your own with them. That is a unique relationship that you're going to have with that deity that um, answered your request. If you don't see that deity in that meditative state, be patient. Like I said before, it may come to you as a dream or as a sign. You want to make sure that whatever you and that deity agrees to, that you follow through on it. Don't make false promises to your deity. Do not make any false promises. That will not be good. (laughs) Um, As I said before, remember you're working with. You're working with a a being that is supernatural. So you want to be careful with that. They are supreme beings who have the ability to ruin your life. That's what you need to remember. So if you promise them something, you want to come through on that. You don't want to make the false promises. You just want to make sure that you give them what is is agreed upon or what is requested. Deities, they aid in or they assist you in spells, which are manifestations. Um, so, So for instance, if I wanted to bring about a new love, I would work with Aphrodite. Aphrodite, her requirements are um, red candles, an apple, and some red wine. You would set that out and you would set your intentions out and let her know what you want. But that's only if she chose to work with you. And so the way you would know that she didn't choose to work with you would be it wouldn't happen. Your manifestation would not come to um, fruition. So that would be that. In the men, if in the meditative state... The deity may let you know what will be needed in order for them to oblige to your request. So again, as I said, they'll let you know. And if they don't, you will research it. Um, Each deity has stuff that they are connected to or attracted to. That's pretty much the offering that you're going to give them. For example, you know, when I want to call Lakshmi, I set up my altar um, with lotus flowers. I include a picture of her. I include a candle, which are under her colors. I've used pink, I used purple, I used yellow for her before. And on the candle, I print out the picture and place her picture on there in order to attract her. I actually mop my floor with jasmine essential oils. I'll put that in the mop water. Your house has to be completely clean for her to come work with you. If it's cluttered, she does not come. And so, as I said before, Lakshmi, um, she's used for, for wealth, spiritual and, and material wealth in that, in that religion of Hinduism. I use her to connect to my third eye. She helps me with, um, opening my third eye is what she helps me with, but it may be different for someone else. I also do a mantra for her. The mantras are 109 times. You can just go on, you can have an audio. You really don't have to repeat it yourself you can have it on audio deities can choose who they want to work with which i mentioned earlier 
And some deities are androgynous. So you have to watch what you refer to them as or how you call them. And that was discussed in the episode um, that was speaking about the chakras. Some of them are androgynous and a lot of them are gender reverse, um, which a lot of Hindu deities uh, gender switch when they come in their form. So um, like Kali, we'll, we'll talk about her next. Kali Ma, she has 10 different forms. I don't think any of her, I don't think she gender switches, but there are a few that do gender switch. And you have to watch, you know, what what you refer to them as or how you call them. So we'll get into our four deities that I chose to speak about. Kali Ma was the first one. She is Hinduism and creation, preservation, destruction and feminine strength is what she stands for. She is a great love and primordial mother goddess. Um, She's very generous she liberates us from what troubles we have. Um, one of her forms is known as the demon slayer. So that's why people think that she is a negative deity. Um, and she's not. She has the 10, the 10 forms. And one aspect of hers is the dark mother. And that is for destruction. That is when, you know, she wipes everything away. Um, Kali Ma has a dark appearance. So she usually shows up. She's usually dark blue or black. When you're working with her, you have to, you're going to do introspection. You need to ask yourself your truth. Um, Offer your negative beliefs to her. Give them to her. Her offerings are skulls, not a human skull. Like you, have you ever seen those candles that are skulls? You can put those up there as an offering. Um, You do her mantras the 109 times and hibiscus flower is one of her favorites. And uh, I'm not providing providing extensive information on the deities that we are speaking of because I don't want to go over time or I don't want to bore you or whatever it may be. Um, But her forms are Durga, Kali, Parvati, and Shakati. And there's there's more. Um, You can research on her. The story about Kali Ma or her forms is very it's confusing to say the least, but they, they do show her in the form where she's Kali Ma is the one that's holding the man's head with her tongue out and the blood and the fangs. And, you know, she has several arms. She does this dance. Kali Ma, it, it is a dance that she does. And you can look up that you can actually look up the dance and see the dance. People, many people have performed it. People have said that Beyonce actually performed it in her 7-Eleven video. Um, and the dance was she had went into the form Dorga. In that form, she she it was destruction. It was war, death. And she was doing her dance, and she had defeated the man. She had his hand, um, his head in her hand. And that's where the blood was dripping from. So she is very interesting. And when I had called for the goddesses, she was one of them that came to me. And I actually chose Lakshmi. Um, It was her and Lakshmi that came to me. And I chose Lakshmi at that time. I have not worked with Kali Ma. Maybe in the future if I need, if when I truly understand her story or understand what she stands for, then I will uh, probably work with her. 
at that time. So I'll wait and see when I understand her story and see what she's about. I, I don't like working with um, any deities that I'm not sure what they're about because energy is everything. So we'll move on to the next one. I chose Dembala. He's Iowa, Aleo, and Vudan in the Vudan religion. He's portrayed as a great white serpent. He's a serpent god. He controls intelligent and life force. Dembala watches over cripples, the deformed, albinos, and young children. If you find favor with him, he, rewar- he rewards you with earthly riches. Um, his offerings are, first of all, the color white, milk, white foods, flowers, rice, coconut, and a white uncooked egg is what he likes or he's attracted to. Um, Dimbala is one that I was interested in working with, but I don't like snakes, so I can't work with Dimbala. Um, the Leos, the Lyle, the Leos are, I'm probably saying it wrong. I know are very powerful and it is a group of them and they fall under the Vudan religion, which is voodoo. The next one we are going to talk about is Yemeya. Yemaya, Yemeya. She is Santeria, which is Afro-Caribbean. And that is the Yoruban West African, um, religion in West Africa. She's also connected to Mami Wata. Um, so it's a funny story. My mom had a friend. He was from Africa. And when we were younger, he told us about the mermaids that were over there, that they had mermaids over there. And he mentioned Mami Wata. I don't remember him going into detail, but there they fear Mami Wata over there. Um, it is said her story is she seduces men. And when she comes on land in her form, she's very beautiful. She seduces men. She sleeps with them, takes them back into the water, and they become rich on land, but they are tied to her. So if they ever cheat on her, she takes their life is what was said. So she's kind of like a siren. She sings to seduce the men. Um, but we'll go back to Yemeya. Yemeya is a water deity. She is called upon to cure infertility petition for women with children, family, and healing. So healing of, this would be a, um, a deity that would heal family and heal women issues. If you're looking to get pregnant, you would call on her. Her day is Saturday. Her offerings are fish, fruit, watermelon, cantaloupe, coconuts, berries, seashells, and her color is blue. So Yemeya also belongs to the seven Orishas. You probably want to look. You do have to have a relationship with that deity. Santeria, um, you are initiated into Santeria. So those are your seven Orishas. Santeria, from what I learned, they have relationships with the deities. They even have a day. I think it's a certain day of the week that they would let their significant others go so that, that they can spend the night with that deity. So you do have to form a relationship in order to work with them. Um just make sure that you're looking up backstories of any deity that you want to work with. That's another thing I wanted to include. Look up the backstory, see what they're about. You don't want to work with a deity that has anything violent because that deity may be, um, that energy may be attached to that deity and that may manifest in your petitions. If that makes sense. The last God that we're going to talk about is Aries. He's a Greek 
mythology god. He's the god of war. He belongs to the 12 Olympians. His animal is a dog. <laughs> his animal is a dog. Um, his day of the week is Tuesday. Um, he's very he's a very quick tempered god, aggressive and red. Red is his color. He's very quick tempered and aggressive because he's the god of war, right? Um, his offerings are blood, actual blood, um, wine, incense that are frankincense. Um, and he, yeah, he, if you, if you're probably wanting to start a war or something that's confrontational, then you would probably work with that deity is what I'm guessing. So quick reminder, you want to research and when you're researching or when you're preparing your offerings, you want to see what, what color candles they like, what essential oils attract that deity. Do they like flowers? Just kind of looking at what the deity likes. Um, if you want to work with the deity, it is a the best idea is to set up an altar. That make sure that and, and make sure that you incorporate uh, the favorites of the deity up on the offer. So, an altar is where you show appreciation for your deity. If you look it up, some people have altars for God. Um, you remember when you used to go to church on. Um, what is it that first Sunday of the, of the month and you kneel at the altar and eat the, the blood and the flesh of Jesus or whatever, that would be an altar. It shows appreciation. So basically you're going to cover, cover that table with the color that the, um, you're going to get a cloth, the color that the deity is attracted to and cover the table with that. Um, you can add things, as I mentioned before, such as candles, pictures of the deity, statues, uh, favorite hour, um, items that are honored. You do your mantras, your prayers, and you can add a petition. They have a thing called petition paper that you can add. You write your petition on, on the petition paper and you can fold it towards you and, and put that on the table underneath the candle. So this brings me to something that's very important and that's your ancestors. So your ancestor worship, your ancestors can also make things happen for you as well. Um, that is your generational energy. If you don't want to work with the deities, you research your family's history, um, choose the ancestor that you're attracted to on. I have an ancestor altar as well. Um, my great grandmother is on there. My grandpa is on there. And I just my offerings are my grandma, my great grandma. She loved coffee and sugar, sugar cookies. So I'll put that on there. Um, my grandpa loved coffee and carol syrup, so I will put that on there. I also include ancestor money. I burn the ancestor money. This ancestor money, when it's burned, it takes care of their debts over on the other side so that they are able to assist you in what you're needing on this side. I have been doing that for the past year, and I have been at peace, except for, of course, the pandemic and everything else that's going on. I have been at peace with my life. I haven't really wanted for anything. I haven't had anything negative happen. Um, we're, we're before, I just feel, I feel complete and I felt, I feel loved. I'm not looking for anybody to fill any voids. I'm not looking for money to fill any void, voids. I'm good. Um, so I do believe that your ancestor take care of you. They probably take care of you better than the deities that you are requesting to work with. So go to them first. And if you can't get it, you know, your request, um, 
obliged by working with them, then that's when you would probably call in a deity. But first, you can work with your own energy also. You can manifest things on your own. So you're only calling in a deity or an ancestor if you're needing help with something. So the difference between the deities is um, they're not related to you. Not unless, not unless, you may be related to some of them. I don't know. But they're not related to you. So the most important thing, what I want to wrap up with is getting to know the deity. You don't want to offend them. So remember that the deities have more power than you, which is a supreme divine power. Just remember you summoned them. So you possibly woke them from whatever they were doing or you interrupted them. So you want to be respectful and don't get angry or upset with the deity because what you're requesting is not delivered on time. You're going to give them time and you're working on their time. And remember on the other side, they have no concept of time. So time is nothing to them. You're going to get it whenever they finish with what they're doing. Um, be kind. They're doing you a favor. Be respectful. Even if it's your ancestors, be respectful to whoever you are working with. This is you're requesting something from them. They're not requesting anything from you. Um, respect is the biggest thing. <clears throat> and when I say respect, when I have my altars, I don't cuss in front of my altars. Um, a lot of them like to, to work with alcohol, so the alcohol is not a big thing. But when I go to my, my ancestor altar, like my great-grandma, I wouldn't drink or cuss in front of my great-grandma, and I wouldn't drink or cuss in front of my grandpa. So I, I respect that altar, and I give them that respect, and I don't do any of that in front of their altar. Um, make sure your altars are clean. Make sure that their area is clean. It's disrespectful to have a cluttered, junky area, right? Um, make sure that their pictures are upright. Um, just just be respectful if you're going to try to work with them is, is what I do have to tell you. But we are done with this portion. I'm going to take a break and then we will come back and do the readings. Um, just remember, you can always email me if you have any questions about what was said in the session or if you have anything you want to add. Um, I will be back. I'm back. So listen, guys, I really couldn't find anything different to read on. And, and plus, I did get a few emails stating that they like doing the, um, the reading on the current events like every time. But I, I am going to read the current events. I guess I'll continue to do that. Kind of didn't want to be repetitive with it. But because, you know, we it keeps showing up the same thing. But I did want to add... Um, since they found um, intelligent life or they found out that we have intelligent life um, in the galaxy, I want to see what's going to happen with that. I'm I'm so weird. I know. I just I just want to see like which way are we going to go with that? I've always known that um, intelligent life was out there. They may also be some of your deities, right? But I always known that intelligent life was out there, but I don't think anybody believed it. 
I don't think that, you know, most people don't believe in aliens. They think you're crazy. They think you're weird. But come on, guys. We are not the only thing in the galaxy. That would just be, that's so, that is so narcissistic to even think that, that we would be the only intelligent life in the galaxy. It would be interesting to connect with them, right? Like when they come to see, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I want to see what's going to happen with that. So I want to take a look and see. That's just like, you know, with different different dimensions do exist. You think that heaven and hell exist, but you think that we don't have intelligent life anywhere else. But here, that's kind of... That's crazy. I'm not crazy. That would be crazy. But let me see here. Hmm. Oh, so... I think that they are traveling. I think that as soon as they said that, so you know they do secret missions without telling us everything. So I do see them traveling maybe to find out or they've traveled to find out. Um, that would be the only way they would have found out, right? Is to travel is what I'm thinking. Um, and you know, we would have the technology to do that. We would definitely have the technology to travel and see what was out there and that would be the only way we would find out y'all didn't question how they found out how they found that out or why they just now bringing it up so i do see that that we that they do travel and then we make progress with that but i don't think i think for a while it's going to be stagnant i don't think they're going to bring that up um maybe for the next few months because we have too much going on with that but i do think at a point in time that is revealed to us um Again, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. I think that they traveled there. They're collecting the information when it's safe for them to bring us abreast with what's going on in the galaxy with the different intelligent life. Then we will know. But I think right now there there's journeys going on. There's traveling. There is um, determination to find out what's going on with um, the intelligent life, what they what they live like. It's curiosity, what they live like, what they do. And I do think that we have the technology to do that. Um, a water sign man. A water sign man will be delivering the information to us. A water sign man. What is Biden? Um, a water sign man. He is November 20th. He is a Scorpio water sign. So once he goes into presidency, he will give us that information. So it'll be during his presidency that the information will be revealed. Remember, I'm saying this. Um, whenever he gets in office, then um, it will be revealed. So let's go to the next thing. What is going on with the U.S.? Um, I'll look at coronavirus first. I guess people, you know, they're saying that uh, reading the current events makes them feel 
kind of helps them. So we'll continue to read them if y'all like it. And remember, I said the numbers are going to increase after today and after July 4th. It's the same thing. I think we'll, we will be at a stable place around March. Um, so sometime from March through... From January through March is when I see improvement with the situation pertaining to coronavirus. I still think that we are going to get locked down again. Um, it's like they have some choices to make right now. I think the choices involve locking us down again. So I see this lockdown from maybe July to September. They have some doubt and uncertainty about it, but I think they will come out and... Um, tell us that they are going to lock us down again. So there's some kind of investment going on in vaccines right now as well. Whatever investment, whatever investment they made to that vaccine in May, whatever investment that they, whatever vaccine they invested in in May is the one that we're going to use, if that makes sense. So that comes up. Y'all like how Trump said he made Juneteenth um, popular. <laughs> it's been a Texas holiday. I remember celebrating when I was a child. Um, they had parades for it. So that's actually been a, a non-federal holiday. But I hope they do make it federal so that we can take off of work. So let's see what's going on with Trumpy Dumpy. I see his spirits are lifted up a little bit. I don't know if he suffers from depression, but I think I kind of feel like he knows that Biden is going to win and he's not going to win um, because the water sign man does come up in his cards and it says success for the, the water sign man. So he does, he's feeling the pressure at this time. And he knows that um, Biden is going to win this election. He's, he has contemplated, contemplation, he's self-judging himself, thinking over things that he could have done different or different decisions he could have made to stop the pandemic is what I feel. Um, but remember, he's a narcissistic, so he's thinking about the decisions he could have made different in order for him to get back in office, not, not as him saying, hey, I could have made some, you know, different decisions to protect people or to... Um, help the situation that's going on. It's it's for his own, um, his himself. So he's trying to think, what is he going to do when he gets out of office? 
he feels burdened and overload, but his energy is is kind of picking up. It's not as sad as it was the last time, but he's he's very confused. I'm, I'm gonna say it again. I think he he's having the um, the beginning of dementia. That's what I feel when I see the confusion. So I feel like that is happening with him right now. Okay, so. So again, with that, I just think that Trump is, he's in a state of reflection right now, but for his own game. Okay. I have to answer a client back. Sorry. So again, I want to look at what are we, um, ooh. I just want to see if they have any messages for us, maybe about current events or is anything coming up? You know, we are in retrograde, which started yesterday. Remember I did an episode on that. You don't want to make any major decisions during this time. Don't sign no contracts. Watch out for watch out how you communicate. Give me one second. Yeah, towards the weekend I get busy with booking up um readings. Because I can, I only do them on the weekends. So this is for like three weekends out. So let me see if anything big is happening. For us. Oh, uh-oh. We still in that energy. We still in that energy. These cards, these are the cards that fell out. We'll have communication about some news, something soon. It looks to be positive. So this is maybe hope for the coronavirus um, vaccine or um, I'm pretty much thinking it's the laws that are in that are being approved towards the uh, protests and the Black Lives Matter. I don't think they put out little news about the coronavirus, but it's nothing big. So I think these are big um, announcements or big news about what's going on with um, African-Americans. I do feel, remember, I did pick up that something big was going to be revealed to us. So I do feel like we have um, a revelation and we have news coming out, positive news. Um, a lot of people will be celebrating the holidays this weekend. So be careful out there, guys. Um, there's a lot of order and planning going on in the background with as to what's going on. Again, I feel like they're going to announce that um, we're going to have to shut down again. 
so I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can read on. I pretty I read on everything the same every time. So we'll go ahead and answer the questions. Today I'm doing two. So I'm doing two questions. And that's about it. So the first question comes from Eland. Ooh, I hope I said that right. Elin K. And the question is, will my money situation improve? So Elin wants to know, will his money situation improve? yourself judging yourself right now or you're rethinking the situation you're in do you work for something that has to do with the government um so government state i do see your money improving but give it three weeks um to improve did you just go back to work or something is what i'm picking up but i do see improvements and i see it it out maybe three months or three weeks so You'll look for that then. Okay. The next question comes from Katie. Katie C. Katie C. Will me and my ex-boyfriend reconcile? Girl, he an ex for a reason, honey. But we'll check and see. No, ma'am. I don't see y'all reconciling. I see you trying to push it, and he is saying no. He he is involved with someone else. You do know that, right? Um, there is another woman involved. Ooh, maybe it's two. He's playing the field. I'm thinking two or three. He is. It feels like he feels free to be out of that relationship. So no, I. I you may reconcile as far as a sexual relationship goes. I don't see it beneficial for you to pursue a reconciliation in that rec- in that relationship. So no. All right, guys. So that is gonna be it today. Um, happy Juneteenth and happy Mercury retrograde. I don't know if I should say happy Mercury retrograde, but retrograde is in full effect. Um, just be cautious of what you send out reread stuff over and over before you send it text messages emails um, papers don't sign any new contracts um work on your energy work on calming yourself work on um just work on yourself during this time take time uh, to reflect on anything no reconciliations during this time. Do not reconcile with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, nobody. But anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. If you have questions, you email me and I will be in touch until next time. Have a good one.